This is The Rewind from the Tufts Daily. I'm Arlo Moore Bloom. This week, a producer from The Rewind, Tim Leong, talks to Daily reporter Alexander Thompson about the homophobic incident last Wednesday. It was the second hate crime on campus in three weeks. Hi, Alexander. How's it going today? Uh, I'm well. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, So I just want to talk a little bit about what happened on the night of Wednesday, October 2nd. Uh, Yes. Uh, TUPD received a report of uh, vandalism of a door in Lewis Hall just before midnight. They responded and found a well-known homophobic slur engraved into a student's door. I can't speculate on who the perpetrator was. Uh, The way these investigations are carried out, uh, the Office of Equal Opportunity and TUPD will do an investigation. At the conclusion of that investigation, if it was a student, it will be, um, the the file will be referred to Chris Rossi in in Student Affairs, um, and all of those proceedings are confidential, and we don't find out what happens at the end of those. Uh, If it was an outsider, it could be referred to the courts if TUPD uh, determines that a law has been broken. But it's unlikely that we will find out who this student was and what punishment the student receives, although President Monaco pledged that um, the perpetrator would be sanctioned. Could you talk a little bit more about how the university responded to the incident? Uh, The university sent out Uh, two emails. The first was from University President Anthony Monaco that went out at 10 a.m. on Friday, uh, and he addressed the incident and had strong words for the person that perpetrated it, as well as uh, reassuring the LGBT community on Tufts campus that they would be supported and welcomed. And then the second email was a sort of standard email that goes out after a lot of these Uh, offering support and resources uh, to students that might be uh, impacted by the events. And then finally, there was a listening session um, for coping and processing the event that took place that afternoon, Friday afternoon, at the LGBT Center, uh, which President Monaco attended for about an hour. He listened, uh, answered questions, um, and was present. What was that like? Uh, I wasn't there personally, but students that did attend uh, said that they talked about uh, issues of homophobia and acceptance on campus. Some students had um, questions for Monaco about the university's response, things that they were a little bit unhappy with, um, but it was mostly for just processing uh, the day's news. There was a contention uh, about calling the act an incident of bias. Is that correct? Yeah, to to be clear, though, the wording, this was in President Monaco's initial email about the event. Some people were concerned that he had used the term incidents of bias to describe both uh, the homophobic vandalism that occurred on Wednesday as well as the anti-Semitic event that occurred two weeks ago. But it, it should be really, really clear that President Monaco had used the wording an act of hatred and an act of discrimination, prejudice, and bias in the first paragraph. Uh, he, he only used this term incident of bias uh, one time, but some people were um, concerned that that wording wasn't strong enough. Some people told us that uh, President Monaco should have called it a hate crime uh, or used stronger language. And now, a word from our sponsors. 
This week's episode is brought to you by Tasty Cafe at 321 Boston Ave. Tasty serves acai bowls, fresh egg sandwiches, and delicious fruit smoothies. Tasty Cafe is the only restaurant near Tufts that serves Francesinhas, a classic Portuguese sandwich. Tasty is open every day from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., so go check them out today. You spoke with two specific students, correct? Uh, We spoke with many students from the LGBTQ community that day about how they were feeling uh, in the wake of the news, but two decided to share their thoughts with us. Uh, One was Tyler Whitaker, who identifies as gay uh, and is a sophomore. Uh, He said that when he found out, he was shocked. And then after shock, he was disheartened that this was the second incident um, of this kind in such a short period of time. And we also had, uh, we also spoke to Marley Hillman, who said that they weren't shocked that there had been another incident like this, uh, that they were used to this kind of thing happening at Tufts, but they were uh, really concerned about what the administration is doing to fix this kind of thing. So two slightly different reactions, but largely similar in their calls for action. What context is important to understand when thinking about the story? So nationwide on college campuses, there's been an increase in incidents of hate, which has been documented by multiple uh, organizations. So this includes acts that target um, anyone of minority status, um, from the LGBT community like we saw on Wednesday, to the Jewish community like we saw two, three weeks ago, um, to the African-American community, which we saw with that incident of blackface last semester. Um, And this has been a nationwide increase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned uh, the Jewish community, and there was recently an anti-Semitic incident. Uh, how do you feel like these two incidents are related since they were in such close proximity? Several people I spoke to on Friday, including Hope Friedman, the director of the LGBT Center, and Tufts Chief Diversity Officer Rob Mack, cited the national political environment and said that people that hold these retrograde beliefs uh, or just think they're funny are feeling more emboldened. And that might be why we're seeing this uptick. Speaking of the national environment, could you talk a little more about the survey from the Fund for Leadership, Equity, Access, and Diversity that you cited? Yes. So this organization did a survey of college campuses across the nation. They looked for incidents just like the one we had on Wednesday or the anti-Semitic one we had two or three weeks ago. And they've looked at the increase uh, that we've had. And what they showed was that there has been an uptick, um, if not a surge, in these types of incidents in the last several years. What do you think this incident says about Tufts climate as a whole? Um, in the wake of this event, a lot of people are calling for more action and acceleration of Tufts efforts to improve diversity and inclusion on campus and acceptance on campus. And it's also sh- shown a light that Tufts isn't a place that's free of bigotry and uh, hatred, and that we've still got a long way to go on that. This was The Rewind from the Tufts Daily. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Arlo Moore Bloom. This episode of The Rewind was made by me, Tim Leong, Dan Sawula, and Stephanie Rifkin. Our executive producer is Hannah Kahn. If you like this podcast, support the Tufts Daily. You can read all of our stories at thetuftsdaily.com. See you next week.